Welcome to the Encouragement Cafe with Luann and Friends, where the conversation is always hot and fresh. Comfort food for your soul is always on the menu, and friends are close enough to hug. Pull up a chair. We've been waiting just for you. Welcome to Encouragement Cafe. I'm Luann Prater. And I'm Rachel Olson. And Rachel, I don't know about you, but I know that most days I feel like I'm meeting myself coming and going because there's so much to do. (laughs) Yes. Um, Yeah, I don't, I wish I was meeting myself coming and going. I have so much to do. I don't know where myself is. I don't know where. (laughs) I, I, I would like to meet another me because I have a bunch of tasks I would like for her to do. (laughs) Isn't that the truth? You know, I read some statistics the other day that said it's estimated that people will live an average of 72 years or 26,000 days. And when you just hear 26,000 days, you're like, whoa, we've got plenty of days left. But if we're over 27, then we've already passed 10,000 of those days. What? That seems crazy, and we can't ever get those days back. So today, I want us to focus on time, what it means to us, how we spend it, and how incredibly precious it is. You know, time is one of those things where it's almost like, uh, or, or using it well, it's almost like it's an oxymoron, because you will hear... Um, people, you know, what Winston Churchill or I don't know, Charles Darwin or whatever all those thinkers are, you know, tell us not to waste time and, you know, that a man who dares to waste an hour of time has not discovered the value of life. And, um, you know, we, we get lots of productivity messages about using our time wisely and not wasting it. But then we hear uh, quotes by other, you know, thinkers like Albert Einstein, who said, um, creativity is the residue of wasted time. And so, Hmm. um, so it's like, there's like this balance to be struck between uh, being productive, utilizing your time, whatever, redeeming the time, you know, and between, um, you know, resting and, and, and being in the moment to spend an hour sitting by a lake, you know, with a, with a cup of coffee or whatever, and just enjoying the sounds of nature, you know, whereas one person might say that's not being productive. Another person might say, um, that's the best use of time. So it's an interesting topic. Well, I love that you quoted that wasting time produces residue of creativity (laughs) because I think I probably have residue all over the place (laughs) I mean you look around my house how many creative projects have I started and not necessarily finished but I'm really it's fun to talk about it's fun to see the different perspectives but one of the verses that struck me one of the passages is in Ephesians 5 And it says, be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise, make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. And what I think that says 
is exactly what you're talking about. Life is a balance. And it doesn't mean necessarily that we're supposed to be on the treadmill of life all the time. As a matter of fact, it's saying just the opposite of that. Be wise. Make the most of every opportunity. And sometimes those opportunities are sitting quietly, listening to a friend. Mm-hmm. Yes. And, you know, I would love to uh, deep dive in my uh, my Hebrew Greek uh, study Bibles to see in that verse you read, you know, when it says that, you know, the days are evil. I'm wondering if that doesn't mean something to the effect of, you know, time is limited um, and you can. It, it, it is something that you can waste. Um, uh, Carl Sandburg said that time is the coin of your life. It's the only coin you have and only you can determine how it will be spent. And so, mm-hmm. um, yeah, and we, we, hear, we hear people talk about, you know, time is money. Um, so it's interesting how we, we think of time. It's this limited quantity. And once you spend it, it's gone. Kind of like my paycheck. Well, for me and you and for anybody who has kids or grandkids, we hear very often that the way you spell love to kids is T-I-M-E. And it's it's that investing piece that we're talking about today. It's that finding the balance of how to spend our time, how to invest our time. And sometimes, how to just simply waste our time so the creative juices will flow and we will be able to uh, be energized again to do the next right thing. Mm-hmm. Right. And I think that next right thing is so key because the word right is in there. (laughs) Not just the (laughs) next thing that happens to be on your to-do list or that happens to come into your email inbox or the text that happens to pop up on your phone. I mean, one of the things about our time is we have to be careful. Um, uh, We can use it in service of others, but we have to be careful that we aren't just letting other people spend it spend our time for us. Mm, And that happens so easily, especially when we already have a servant's heart and we want to do the things that are right. It seems like you almost get labeled uh, that, oh, give it to them. They'll do it. Oh, (laughs) nobody else wants to do it. Let's give it to them. That um, 80% and 20%, 80% of the people do the majority of the work, you know. And so if you want yeah. something done, give it to a person who's already busy. Yes, uh-huh. yes. And so that's exactly what you're saying. You know, we we have a tendency to allow the ringing phone or the text or whatever to dictate how we spend our time. And I think that's easier to do if we don't have some kind of a... Uh, plan for the day and it doesn't mean that your plan can't be altered as a matter of fact as we plan our days we need to factor in that God may take us on a detour and we need to be okay with that but just to get up and not have any focus and not have any plan or any route that we are about to take I think that's when we can slip into that living like a fool syndrome 
Yes, and especially if one day slips into the next and into the next in that same pattern. If you're consistently finding that you wake up and and think that you have all day to accomplish a bunch of things and yet dinner time rolls around or bedtime rolls around and you haven't, um, then yeah, I think you've slipped into that, that wasting time. On the other hand, if you're a person who has got their schedule overpacked and nonstop, um, day after day after day, what you might need is a, a day of white space on your calendar. Yes, a day of white space without letting it make you a nervous wreck. <laughs> you know, I know so many of my friends that are so type A and so driven that they can't stop and enjoy a detour moment. Yes. And I, I, I've been in both camps before. I've been the person that can't seem to get motivated to do Especially recently, you know, you just kind of get paralyzed with the news or whatever is happening in the world and you find that you lose your momentum, you lose your desire to get up and have a plan and get it done. But on the other hand, I've been that person that's had get three times the amount of things on my list that would ever be humanly possible to accomplish. So the balance is what we're trying to find today. Mm -hmm. Yes. And that takes some prioritizing, you know, when your list is a million miles long, um, you got to prioritize what, what are the top three or four things that you can uh, realistically accomplish today? And then anything else you get to is gravy. Um, and, you know, if you're the person that's getting, you know, sits down to um, check the headlines and <laughs> two and a half hours later, you've watched every <laughs> news segment on, on everything four times. You've heard eight different people say the same things four different ways. And now you're depressed or scared or worried <laughs> or, or whatever. Uh, you've got to prioritize too, which means, you know, uh, save your news watching time for uh, towards the uh later part of the day after you've accomplished some things on your task list. You know, when I got, absolutely, when I got into real estate over a dozen years ago, I remember being so jerked and pulled in every direction all the time because every single person wanted you to pay attention to them right now, right now. And I, I felt like I was being uh, ripped apart many times and until I got to a point where I said you know what I am going to check my email in the morning at lunch and at the end of day and I am not going to allow it to dominate my life every 10 minutes you know now if I'm waiting on a on an offer to come back then of course I would I would check that but just in the day in, day out process of life, if you're checking and you let people know, I will be checking my email in the morning, at noon, and at the end of day, everybody knows what to expect. They know that you will get back to them. It may not be in the next 10 minutes. Mm. You know, I have um, several friends that are realtors and I hear the same thing from them that that happens to be an industry in which 
there's never any downtime. There's never any official days off that it is 24-7 and, and people call you in a panic at 9 p.m. and at 7 a.m. and on Saturday and Sunday. So, um, and I know, you know, realty is not the, the only profession out there where, you know, you are on call um, you know, you, the phone rings in the middle of the night and you have to get up and go put out a fire, perhaps literally. So, um, so yeah, time is this thing that it's, uh, it's, um, you know, a life well lived is usually lived by somebody who has somehow mastered their use of time because it's a, it's a difficult thing. It absolutely is. And I don't know if you ever did this crazy, stupid, dangerous thing <laughs> that I did when I was a kid. We had thermometers that were made out of, you know, they had the mercury. They were the old kind. And when you would take your temperature, you would put it under your tongue and all that. Well, I don't know, over the years uh, with five kids in the house, it seemed like a thermometer would break occasionally. And I remember as a kid trying to pick up the mercury, which is probably explains a lot of why I have <laughs> attention uh, issues sometimes. But I would try to pick up that mercury and it would just slip and slide. And it was just this, I don't know if you've ever done it, but it, it reminds me of how time feels sometimes. It's this really cool looking silver liquid and you would try to pick it up and it would just kind of slip right through your fingers. Interesting. And yeah, and I, I've often thought that's how time feels to me. Sometimes I feel like I'm trying to grasp it and I've got this thing. And the next thing you know, it's slipping out of my fingers and onto the floor. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's a uh, uh, it's such an interesting topic. Um, and. Some days I feel like I use my time well. Some days I feel like I don't. I bounce back and forth between them. Um, I am a person who loves a day with nothing on my calendar but white space. I'm, I'm not the um, that makes me anxious and I need to be productive or I don't feel worthy and, and can't, can't, can't take up space. Um, but my husband tends towards that. You know, he, he has a much harder time sitting down and relaxing and not doing anything without feeling guilty about being unproductive so I see it you know in in myself and what I the way I struggle with time I see it in Rick and the way he struggles with time and for both of us it's like it slips through our hands both of us have various regrets about how we have spent or didn't spend time um, even though we're on opposite ends of that spectrum you know, it's interesting because time is the one thing that you cannot create. You cannot create time. It is a precious commodity. So you can create money. You can create energy. You can create a lot of things that you can get more of, but you cannot get more time. So it's so critical that we realize how precious it is and how we manage our time and spend our time and learn from our time is critical. And the opposite of doing that is really being careless with our time. And, and I've been guilty from time to time. 
Um, and didn't you, you know, read that today's verse for us again? Because didn't they, they described it as being foolish, right? With time. Yeah. Be careful how you live. Don't live like fools, but like those who are wise. Make the most of every opportunity in these evil days. Mm-hmm. Um, one of my favorite verses, it's in um, my book, uh, My One Word, is Psalm ninety twelve, which says, um, Teach us to number our days that we may gain a heart of wisdom. So mm. I think it's saying the same sort of thing as teach us to be mindful that time is limited. Um, teach us, you know, to be mindful that not just is, is do I only have 24 hours in today, several of which I'm going to need to be unconscious <laughs> and sleep. But, <laughs> right. <laughs> but also, you know, that my life only contains so many days, you know, and you said mm. the average was something like, you know, 73, 74 years or something like that. Um, is the current lifespan average, but that doesn't mean that I have 73 or 74 mm -hmm. years. Um, so, yeah, teach us to be mindful of that, Lord, so that we can be wise in, in our decisions and in how we spend it. Yeah, so it, it, the bottom line is to be intentional, to be deliberate, to be purposed with the time that we do spend. And when we're careless... We may not see it as careless, but did you know that on average, people spend three hours and 15 minutes a day on their phone? Three hours and 15 minutes a day on their phone. And, you know, I know that we're all guilty of that. Uh, I am. Uh, there are things that I pick up my phone and that's the first thing I check. I check my email. I check my texts. I check things. And then you get drawn in. And before you know it, time has slipped away and they're just like watching television in days of old. That's your new screen. That's, you know, we used to be told, uh, don't sit too close to the TV. It'll ruin your eyes. Well, now we're right in front of the screen uh -huh. and we're we're letting it uh, absolutely steal our time. You know, so yeah, now we have the blue light blocking glasses, though. So, so we hopefully can protect <laughs> our eyes a little bit. And uh, I, I not too long ago bought some of those because I don't spend as much time on my phone. Um, I do spend time on my phone, but I spend a lot of time in front of my computer, um, mm -hmm. my, my work, which is an even larger screen emitting even more light. And I was getting headaches. Um, mm. You know, my eyes, I could feel the strain and I was getting headaches. So, so yeah. So if you think about that, you know, so we're spending a chunk of time on, um, on our phones, on the web, um, you know, browsing things we could buy on Amazon, watching other people's, you know, videos on social media, um, reading the news, reading the news headlines, you know, uh, every, you know, five hours or whatever it is. Um, and, and like I said earlier, add on top of that, that we actually spend a third of our life asleep. So even your 26,000 days, a third of those, you will be unconscious and not doing anything. So it's interesting to think how much, uh, how little time we actually have, especially once we're done, <laughs> um, watching television, watching Facebook, you know, watching YouTube, um, watching, you know, CNN or Fox or wherever we're getting our news from, Twitter, whatever it might be. And then, so you said earlier, we can't create time, yet how many times have we been told to make time for what's important? Mm. 
Well, absolutely. And again, that gets back to being deliberate and intentional with the time that we do have. Like that three hours plus that we're on the phone, that's a combination of the average person checks their phone, get ready for it, 58 times a day. (laughs) 58 times a day I mean if you did nothing but check your phone You'd be three hours in You know So so 1 Corinthians 10 Really gives us great advice here And it says someone may say I'm allowed to do anything But not everything is helpful I'm allowed to do anything But not everything encourages growth So it's not a sin to watch crazy animal videos or funniest home videos it's not a sin to do those things but it may not be the best use of our time where we're really encouraging one another where we're growing where we're making a purpose for our life i mean some things aren't wrong they're just not necessary Right. And so, and sometimes if you have been super intentional and super productive with your time, what you do need is to relax and laugh with a cat video. Um, but I think <laughs> we, we can waste time as a form of procrastination and as a way of buffering, buffering ourselves against what it is that we're uh, afraid of or what it is that we're worried about. Um, or what it is that we uh, don't want to do. And so we keep ourselves busy without really accomplishing anything um, because we're, we're like buffering against uh, a negative emotion that we don't want to face or feel. Mm. You know, uh, for me, I'm a mom, I'm a grandma. And so a lot of times I'm wondering, how am I perceived by my kids and my grandkids and I I think about do they do they see me reading my Bible more than I'm looking at my phone what are they learning from watching me and I think man if we're spending over three hours a day staring at our phone for whatever reason that equates to almost 35 hours a week something like that Mm -hmm. so what else could I do with part of that 35 hours i mean a lot of times we say oh i wish i had more time well we do (laughs) we do who wouldn't want i mean that's almost a full-time job 35 hours so who wouldn't want to be granted here you go here's 35 more hours for your week now what are you going to do with it we're going to feel fomo because we're not looking at our phone (laughs) (laughs) Oh, it's so true. My my former co-host on um, on Joy FM, he, I mean, I love the boy to pieces, but he just cannot put the phone down and walk away. He can't. It's like a growth. He must have that phone on him at all times because the world just might come to an end and he wouldn't know it. (laughs) Oh, yes. Fear of missing out. But it is true. Sometimes we find ourselves when we we do get the the gumption up to turn off the phone, turn off the TV, you know, um, face that scary, hairy task that we've been avoiding. Um, oftentimes we find we are happier, we are healthier, and we are more productive. So it's, it's, worth the, it's worth the FOMO. Absolutely. And I remember my husband and I talking about when we got away for a few weeks to Florida last winter. 
we didn't allow any of those side distractions to steal any of our time and we just felt renewed and so that's what we're talking about today time is something that we all have in short supply and so this week i'm praying that we all take ephesians 5 15 to 16 to heart be careful how you live don't live like fools but like those who are wise make the most of every opportunity in these evil days and may the god of hope give you the courage to encourage others we'll see you back here next week thanks for joining us today at encouragement cafe with luann and friends where women gather friends laugh and hearts mend let's continue our conversation hop online when you get a chance to sit down and breathe at encouragementcafe.com. Remember, this is God's ministry, so we ask for your prayers as we reach out to women in Jesus' name. We'll see you back here next week where we fill you up one cup at a time.